This podcast was produced by Big Night Media, a proud partner of Big Night Entertainment. Hey, you know what? It's really fun to be here. Y'all know that theme music. What's up, what's up, what's up? How we doing, how we doing? And welcome to episode 167, episode 167 of the Banner Branch Podcast. I am your host and favorite Boston Celtics season ticket holder, Timmy G. How's everyone doing? Hope you are enjoying your weekend so far. You can find me on the Twitter machine at Banner Banter 18 or on Facebook and Instagram at Banner Banter Podcast. And as you know, I'm part of the Big Night Media team with some awesome podcasts like Boston in Common with Joe Maz, Drinks After Work, Eat the Damn Cake, I'm the Promoter, He's a DJ, 30 Flirty and Surviving, Burnt Toast, Music You're Missing, A Chance to Strive, Rambling with a Purpose, and so many more other podcasts and more to come in the future. Of course, you can always check out Big Night Breaks if you're into sports cards on whatnot, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, every single day of the week. And you can actually go check them out in person down at the Card Vault at Patriot Place. Don't forget to follow Big Night Media on Instagram to win some free tickets to Timmy Ticket Tuesday at Big Night Live. And go get your Banner Banter Podcast merchandise for the love of God. Support the podcast. I appreciate the listens, but go get some swag too. You can go to bignightshop.com. And before we begin, uh, it is Sunday, May 8th. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Joe Cool, love you, mean it. One of the best around, one of the best there is, one of the best there ever will be. But, anyways, let's talk about this motherfucking annoying, stupid, dumb, ridiculous, ugly. Was it that ugly? Fun. Was it fun? Weird? Annoying? Did I already use that word? Yeah. Let's talk about Game 3. Celtics lose 103-101. to Game 4 is Monday in Milwaukee at 7.30 p.m. Marcus Smart is back. George Hill is also back for the Milwaukee Bucks. But let's break it. I, like, here's the thing. I don't really know where to start because um, I'm, it was just, like, it was so annoying. It was just so ugly. It was hideous. Ugh. Like, everything. Like, nothing was really... I mean, Al Horford was beautiful. I mean, those beautiful eyes. Beautiful basketball game by him. Jalen Brown, you know, beautiful fourth quarter. Derek White hit some shots, which, you know, was also beautiful. But, like, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I just don't know where to begin. Um, I, I... Hmm. I think maybe we can just break it down from what I hoped for and what I was expecting after what we saw in Game 2. And, you know, the first thing was don't get frustrated if your shots don't fall because the shots weren't falling for Jason Tatum. Um, I, I can see that Jason Tatum and number 12 were ignoring this. And, I mean, number 12 got yelled at by Ime for not running back after not getting a call like he's some superstar. And number 12 thinks he's Batman, and he is worse than Val Kilmer as Batman. Number 12 scored in single digits. The streak continues. It's every other game in the playoffs. When can we get some consistency from number 12? And I understand that this was option four, or 
reason f- four out of my five on w- what the Celtics need to do to win. But number 12 had some nice defense at, on Giannis at times. No doubt. He had some nice driving kicks as well. He also shot faked too many times. Like, if you're one of the best three-point shooters going into this game, I, I don't think is one of six from three um, is that's probably going to drop him down, not to be one of the best um, three-point shooters in the playoffs. But if you are, shoot the ball. Shoot the ball. Like, enough with the shot fakes. Like, just because you, you did a couple shot fakes once and it worked, stick with what you've you've done very well this season, and that's stand in the corner and shoot some three-pointers. Like, you played some nice defense. You had some nice driving kicks. You, you had three blocks. Very impressive. But, like, oh, my God. And then, like, he also needs to realize, folks. Oh, my God. This is so frustrating. But, like... <clears throat> This dude needs to realize he's not going to get calls against Giannis, especially at home for Giannis. Whether you hate it or love it, that's just how it works. And I, I swear to God, Ime almost killed him for not running back. His ego was unreal. Even before the game, Abby Chin asked a question to Ime, and Ime hates that Grant Williams gave him his nickname. It was ridiculous. I'm over it. They got frustrated when they didn't when their shots didn't fall or didn't get calls. And that's exactly what I was worried about because we knew they weren't going to shoot, you know, 40 some odd percent from three pointer. Again, it, it just wasn't going to happen. And then I was hoping that they would win the rebound battle. They lost by six. I was hoping they would keep moving the ball and get 25 assists or more. Cause we know that's how the Celtics win basketball games. They only got 23 and then come out with some energy and they came out flat and it was annoying. They came out like they've never seen a good defense before. It was, it was stupid. Uh, that the first like five or six possessions on offense were were so annoying. The ball was going, the the ball wasn't moving. It was a bunch of iso ball and ugh. All right, so yeah, that's that's that. You know the the quick breakdown on what I was hoping what they would do in in game three from game two. Don't get frustrated with your shots. Don't worry about the refs. Fail. Number twelve needs to have another double digit game. Fail. You need to win the rebound battle. Fail. You need to get 25 assists or more. Fail. Come on with some energy. Fail. And speaking of fail, Jason Tatum. And listen, these games happen every year, but they're just coming at the wrong time. The bubble. The year after that. Earlier this season. The list goes on and on. Jason Tatum has these rough shooting nights. NBA superstars have these rough shooting nights. It just seems to be like Jason Tatum's getting them at the wrong time. And he even admitted after the game that he was thinking too much, and that's fine. Like, I get it. And he also admit that his wrist has been hurting before the Giannis block earlier in the game, if, if he did watch the game. And if he didn't watch the game, Jason Tatum had a breakaway dunk. Giannis thought he could block it. I don't think it was a dirty play. I don't think Giannis should have jumped for it. I don't think Giannis was, didn't hit him in the head or anything, but Tatum did hit his wrist. He was holding it, seemed to be in some pain. But he, you know, w- went over to the bench whatever. It is what it is. He says he's fine. He said he just thought too much. It's not ideal. It sucks. I hate it, but it's it's just part of the game. And like, here's the thing. Can Jason Tatum do better? Yes. Does Tatum need to attack the rim more? Yes. Does Jason Tatum need to attack the rim like he is a superstar and not complain if he doesn't get a call? Yes. Can Jason Tatum do more to get others involved like he has all season? Yes. Should Jason Tatum get more than one rebound in a game? Yes. Was his defense solid at some points today? Yes. Did he get away with a push-off at the end of the first half? Yes. Is karma a bitch, and that's why Drew Holiday didn't get the offensive foul late in the game? That should have been an offensive foul, and that's why he hit basically the game-winning floater? Yes. But here's the thing. Here's my issue. 
with Jason Tatum. Because I know he can play better, which is, I, I don't know, I think I just blacked out for whatever I just said. Sorry about that. But here's my issue. Wes Matthews, Wesley Matthews, whatever the hell his name is, he's a he's a solid NBA defender. Not unbelievable, not great. He He's a solid NBA defender. That's why the Bucks have him on the team. He used to be known for his three-point shooting, but not anymore. Now it's just his defense. But, like, he shouldn't be shutting Jason Tatum down because that's what he did. It should never be like that ever. And listen, Jason Tatum did miss some open shots. Jason Tatum did have some good looks. He, I think, forced it towards the end of the game. You know, he got a dribble-dribble, step-back, iso, pump-fake, you know, the old Jason Tatum, when he's not having a good game, he needs to realize as a superstar, I ain't having it. My teammate is, or my other teammate, like, fine Al Horford, fine Jalen Brown. It's not on you. But, like, and listen, the Bucks are, are doing a great job slowing him down, just like the Celtics did with Kevin Durant. And Jason Tatum just needs to say, fuck this and take over. Like, Derek White should not be shooting eight free throws in a game when Jason Tatum only takes three free throws in a game. I don't know what it is, but whenever Jason Tatum gets around the rim and he sees Giannis and he sees Brooke Lopez, he passes out. Go into him. Get a foul. And if it's an offensive, okay, then go get the ball back and pick up an offensive on them and let's move on. But, like, just a quick side note here. Derek White, great game. Great game. So far in this series... When Derek White scores double digits, the Celtics are 0-2. And then when he doesn't score at all, they're 1-0. What the fuck is that about? Sh- shouldn't shouldn't Derek White scoring 14 points and shooting 2 of 3 from field and 6 of 8 from the line was a plus 9? Shouldn't that be a good thing? It, it seems like it's a bad thing. But Jason Tatum needs to come out into Game 4 and say, Fuck this. I am a top 10 player in this league, and I understand that Giannis is probably better than me right now, but I need to prove to the world that I'm right behind him, that I'm creeping up. This is game four is all about Jason Tatum. It really and truly is. He can't play that bad again. I mean, think about it. The Celtics lost by two and had a chance to win that basketball game that Marcus Smart had a three-pointer with about 50 seconds left, a little bit of a hero shot, you know, but... To a degree, he was kind of open, and the ball was three-quarters of a way down. It just went out. If that went in, the Celtics would have been up four with 50 seconds left. Actually, they might have even been up five, and that would have been it. But whatever. It sucks. But for Jason Tatum to play 41 minutes and go four of 19, 0 of 6 from three, only get one rebound, and only take three free throws, and only win by two, I, I mean, it could be worse, right? But the way that the Celtics started this game, it's like they were afraid of the defense. The ball movement wasn't there. Everyone was just standing around. It was ridiculous. It was that old Celtics basketball. You know what it kind of reminded me of? The first quarter, the Christmas game, where it was very uncomfortable to watch this Boston Celtics team play together. And I don't care that the Bucks pack it in, but like, if you're going to do a shot fake, and, and I'm just not singling out number 12 here. There were a lot of shot fakes today by the Celtics. But like, if you're going to do a shot fake, and don't shoot it right away, pass the ball multiple times. Make them go on their heels. And listen, in if you want to drive and dish, I, I really hope someone sees that and cut because the second you get like five, six, maybe even seven feet away from the basket, this Bucks team just swarms you. So there's got to be some opening. Like one of the first possessions of the game, Giannis, Rob, uh, yeah, Rob came over to help Al and 
Giannis recognized that everyone was swarming him, and he had a beautiful pass right to Robert Robert Lopez, Brooke Lopez, one of the Lopez brothers, for an easy layup. And it that type of stuff is why the Bucks sometimes don't mind when Giannis just attacks the rim because he can't he's willing to pass. He's willing to find the guys that are cutting without the basketball. But like you gotta be moving the ball around and pass the ball for the love of God. The ball movement is such a good thing for this team. Don't get away from it. And listen, I don't care that they shot twenty seven percent from three. I mean, obviously I do, let's be serious. But like it's so frustrating and so annoying because you knew it was going to happen. But when it's tough, contested, dribble, 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 step back shots, no, no. But like, even though as bad as it looked and as bad as it was, the Celtics' first 15 made field goals, 11 of those were assisted. I feel like that's a good thing, right? But like, I don't know. That was just a frustrating game. It really was. Like, I, I'm not that angry yet. I'm really close to being angry. But... It was just one of those you, you knew you knew they were gonna split in Milwaukee. Right? That's that that's the vibe. I mean the Bucks are that good. Giannis is that good. Drew Holiday is that good and so underappreciated. Mike Budin, Hoser, Rowan Gardner, whatever his name is, he's a good coach. But they're they're wow, I can't even talk. It it's also one seventeen in the morning and I'm recording this because I'm a psychopath, but they are also the defending champs. They're a good basketball team. You you got to leave here with a split. And and I thought the defense was solid. I mean, yes, Giannis wanted to go where he wanted to go. And I'm sure that was frustrating for them. But to me, what they have to figure out, the Celtics have to figure out the pick and roll between Drew Holiday and Giannis. That really worked well for the Bucs. They got to find a way to not switch or switch and then get help from another side and be able to recover for a skip pass or something. And I can, and I trust Ime can figure that out for sure. But the stupid turnovers in the third quarter with the reason why the Celtics were down 15, these turnovers have to stop. I mean, like Tatum threw the ball off of a Bucks defender when he could have just taken an elbow jumper. That was stupid. But, you know, the Celtics did do a good job getting back in transition after the turnovers, but still allowed 21 fast break points. But this was, I think they only allowed 11 points off of turnovers, which is a huge, huge improvement from game one and game two, which is something I've been looking at. So that's great. But what else do we have to, oh yeah. Jalen Brown, once again, got to show him love. An incredible fourth quarter. Scored 17 out of his 30 points in the fourth quarter. And like I've been saying all year, he really and truly is the most important player on this team and could be in this series because he's playing some great basketball late in these games. He literally took the team on his back, knew that Jason was off. Jason Tatum couldn't find a Miller light in Milwaukee. That's how off he was. It was absolutely crazy. And... I didn't really like the drive at the rim at the end of the game. Like Giannis was right there. He tried to get cute with it. Giannis is too talented and too long. He's going to find a way to block the shot. There was plenty of time left. Whatever. He was incredible in that fourth quarter. And he made 10 of 11 from the free throw line. And when I did the playoff preview, my biggest concern was Jalen Brown's free throw shooting. 10 of 11. That will shut shut me up. But he's been great all series. Need another big game from Jalen. So... Heading into Game 4 on Monday night at 7.30 in Milwaukee. Listen, just a a couple things. Number one, Giannis is going to want to finish this series right away. He's going to come out with an insane level of energy. And by the way, I hate his brother. Um, 
you you have to control Giannis. If he drops 30, fine. He just can't drop 40 again. And you got to win those non-Giannis minutes. The Celtics were only down three when Giannis was out in that second quarter. And the Bucks got it to six. And then when he came back, the Bucks were up four. That ain't going to cut it. And speaking of Giannis, you cannot get frustrated about the calls he gets. He's going to get them all game. They're at home. He's a superstar, defending champ, reigning MVP, or was an MVP. Jokic won it last year. Yeah, right? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Just, and listen, you got to step in, take the charge, hope for the best. But like, here's the thing. Game two, he didn't make his free throws. Game three, he did. So what type of free throw shooting are you going to get from Giannis? But either way, do not get frustrated with what he gets or what he doesn't get from the referees. Step in, play great defense. The defense is why you are the two seed in the Eastern Conference. Continue that. Number two, pick up the pace. Jalen has done it a couple times in the series, but when they get a rebound, they got to get it and run, 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 run. Attack the rim. You cannot let the Bucks set up their defense. Clearly, they are making it tough for the Celtics, so get the ball and fucking run down the court and try and get an easy hoop. Obviously, control yourself because you don't want to pick up an offensive foul, but you got to get it and go. Number three, of course, you got to win the rebound battle. You got to. Number four, Al Horford has to continue to be great. I think the Bucks are okay with him getting 22, 16, and 5, and he was fucking incredible in this game. And that has to continue. I thought Al's defense was fine on Giannis, but Al Horford has to continue to rebound the ball and hit those open shots because I think the Bucks are going to give them to him. And finally, and most important, please, for the love of God, don't let the refs get to you. Yes, I understand that Marcus Smart call was tough at the end of the game. It should have been three shots. Who knew if Marcus was going to make all three, but it would have been a nice opportunity. But the Celtics took 17 more free throws on the road. That rarely happens in the NBA playoffs. So if you want to bitch and moan about the refs, that's fine. But that's not the reason why. Because the Celtics had 17 more free throws than the Bucks. 17. The refs are not the reason. Do not worry about the refs. Just worry about yourselves. Stay in your lane. Worry about what you control. I hate blaming the refs. Sure, they were a part of it. Fine, whatever, maybe. But it's not the reason why they lost game three. So pick up the pace on offense. Slow down Giannis on defense. Pass the ball. Pass the ball. Pass the ball. Rebound the ball. And keep your eye on the prize and not the refs. And we can come back to TD Garden on Wednesday, 2-2. And that's it for episode 167 of the Banner Banter Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find me on the Twitter machine at Banner Banter 18 or on Facebook and Instagram at Banner Banter Podcast. Next episode will be out Tuesday morning after game four. We'll talk then. Toodles and noodles, X's and O's. Bye-bye. Sorry, but I'm gone. I'm history. And I dedicated my life to the Boston Celtics. I dedicated my life to the fans of Boston. I did my very best to please each and every one of you. Good night.